your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. The Zika outbreak, pollution, economic and political instability, just a few of the great concerns being raised ahead of the 2016 Rio Summer Olympics, which is obviously right on our doorstep uh, three weeks ago. We'll gather around 12,000 athletes around the world, this city, as well as spectators. And another lingering problem is the unresolved issue of police violence against residents and protesters. It's been reported that 2,500 people in Rio alone have been killed by security forces over the past seven years which is when the city was nominated as the host of the Games. Let's discuss further with Renata Nieda, Human Rights Advisor for Amnesty International in Brazil. Good morning to you from Seoul. Good morning. So how serious has this brutality been, this crackdown? Well, obviously, killings by the police, executions and police violence in general is a historical problem in Rio de Janeiro. However, hosting a major sporting event like the World Cup or the Olympics tend to increase and aggravate a violation that already happens on the ground. And Rio de Janeiro had both the burden and the opportunity of hosting three major sporting events in the last 10 years, the Pan American Games in 2007, the World Cup in 2014, and now the Olympics. Uh, and we can see a pattern of an increase in the number of people killed by the police in the context of major sporting events, police repression to protests, and also other abuses by the military and the armed forces that are deployed to the city during the events. Yeah, I mean, we've got more statistics within those overall figures, like the deaths of 150 young people. What sort of ages are we talking about there? Well, usually the primary victims of homicides by the police in Rio de Janeiro are young people aged between 15 and 29 years old, are uh, the black youth uh, and males from the favelas and other marginalized areas. 99.5% uh, of the victims of the police in Rio are men, 79% uh, are black, and 75% are young. Mm. Um, it's important also to say that the police is responsible for a significant percentage of the total number of homicides in Rio. Last year, the police on duty was responsible for one in every five homicides that happened in the city. So 20% of homicides in the city of Rio are actually committed by the police. Yeah, those 150 young people, that's just this year, by the way. Also, we've seen uh, during May alone the number of civilian deaths rising by 135%. I mean, can we attribute all of this to just getting ready for the Olympics? Oh, as I mentioned before, uh, of course, uh, police brutality, executions and violence by the police uh, is a structural and historical issue in Brazil, and particularly in Rio de Janeiro. But uh, it's also an issue of simple math. If because of you're hosting a sport event, you need to increase the number of police operations, then you will obviously increase the number of people 
being killed. If you increase the number of police officers, policing the streets, and in particular policing the areas in the favelas, you increase the number of people being killed. We saw that during the Pan-American Games. In the year of the Pan-American Games, 1,300 people were killed by the police in the state of Rio, which was a significant increase in comparison with the previous year. In the year of the World Cup, uh, killings by the police increased by 40%. And now, just ahead of the Olympics, we are seeing every month a huge increase when in comparison uh, with the months of April and May from last year. Yet last month we saw emergency responders gather at the airport uh, in Rio and they held up a sign saying welcome to hell police and firefighters don't get paid whoever comes to Rio de Janeiro will not be safe do you, do you have any sympathy for the kind of conditions that police are operating under well of course it's really important that public security policies um, invest in the police force uh, police force should uh, be properly trained they have they need to have good working conditions. Uh, police officers' rights have to be respected. Uh, the economic crisis in the state of Rio de Janeiro can have a severe impact uh, for public security operations and for um, human rights violations. When uh, the police forces don't have the resources, the budgets, the investment they need to operate properly, when they're not being paid, this hugely increases the risk of further human rights violations by law enforcement. Yeah, and a month before that, we'd heard from the Brazilian football icon, the World Cup winning Rivaldo, telling tourists to just avoid Rio altogether. How disturbing has this been for the local population to, to you know, see emergency responders hold up a sign like that at the airport last month and the month before that to hear that warning from Rivaldo? Well, obviously, it's important to say that, you know, uh, violence, little violence, police violence in the city does not affect everybody the same way. Uh, police violence targets uh, specific areas in the city. Um, but uh, also the authorities who actually decided uh, to uh, make Rio a candidate for hosting the Olympics, uh, they need to deliver a safe city. But a safe city not only for the games, they need to deliver a safe city for all residents. What we can't accept is that uh, hosting the Olympics increases the violations in the favelas for the black youth uh, and in other marginalized areas. So authorities promised a legacy of public security for hosting the Olympics. They should deliver this legacy. They should relieve, deliver public security for all residents of Rio de Janeiro. Mm. I mean, just to make clear, though, what Rivaldo was referring to was a shootout, and we know that many of these shootouts involve police, but if the police weren't there, would people be any safer? Well, um, the authorities have two responsibilities. Uh, one is the responsibility to protect people's right to life and people's right to a uh, life free from violence and the right to uh, public security. So, um, and on the other hand, the authorities also have the, the, the responsibility to make sure that the police forces themselves don't violate, uh, they are not an, an agent of human rights violations, and they should deliver both. So uh, there should be public policies in place to mm. deliver a safe city for all people, a legacy of public security. If mm. you look, for example, at, 
at Rio de Janeiro candidacy document, you see that they promise to reduce criminality. They promise to deliver, to reduce homicides. They promise to deliver a safer city for the Olympics. But they, they have failed to do that. They have failed to deliver uh, a safer city uh, in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, the fact that uh, you don't have good policing right now is one of the major issues, but also good government is missing. Uh, in this kind of political chaos that's uh, resided in the country for the last few months, how can you actually campaign meaningfully for anything? The political crisis in Brazil obviously has um, negative impact, impact for public policies in general and for human rights in particular. It's very difficult to make any demand or concrete calls for the federal government in the middle of an impeachment process. Uh, the, so the national political crisis in particular um, sort of put the country on hold in terms of concrete public, public policies. It's just not possible to discuss concrete public policies right now or advancing a human rights agenda with the federal government in the middle of this um, political crisis. I know you're not on the line today to give us travel advice, but if I was to say to you, just person to person, do you think I should come to Rio this summer? What would you say to me? I would say that um, when you look at Rio de Janeiro, there is an unequal distribution of violence and of lethal violence. Um, in particularly, the residents of the favelas and of marginalized areas are the ones who suffered uh, the most the lack of public uh, security. Still, of course, we're calling on the Rio de Janeiro state to deliver a safe city for all and to make sure that uh, law enforcement, when carrying on their duty, do not actually violate people's rights. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take that as a be careful then. Renata Nieda, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us. Thank you. Amnesty International Brazil. And our email is open to you, efmthismorning at gmail.com.